Hour number two of Overtime Fan Run Radio, an hour until Tennessee and UConn tip off in Thompson Bowling Arena. Oh, guys, the students have showed up. The students have showed up. And the arena is filling in little by little. 56 minutes till tip-off? Yeah. Andrea Carter. Uh, Carolyn Peck. Typical UConn. Of course. Of course. But before the break, we were talking with Matthew about who the Grizzlies should trade. He liked the package that the Grizzlies would put together. He mentioned Gordon Hayward. You mentioned Jay Crowder. What other veterans should they try to go after? Jordan Clarkson. Yeah, Jordan Clarkson from the Jazz or Malik Beasley and Jalen Vanderbilt because Jalen cannot stay on the court. And his awful fouls that he commits every single game that keeps him off the court, you just can't have that. Hot, whatever, man. Hot take. You're not winning a championship with Jaron Jackson. You're not. And Jim Vanderbilt killed us last year. You could this so Ja, Bain, BC, and Ties. arguably Ties. Yes, those are your four. Everybody else on the block. Trade them. And Zach Kleiman's very suspect. I had uh, someone tell me last night he was an Instagram uh, GM, just a social media GM. He just picks the trendy pick. Doesn't actually look anything into it. Nope. Seriously. Just and he has like little minions going around trying to police everybody. Just not say anything bad about him on Twitter because it, it's like trying to win the lottery to find someone to talk bad about him. So it's just it. It's just quite sad to see that we how many, how many draft picks you tell me that we had in the next six years. Four. I mean, for example, I don't, this isn't a good. People won't like this, but you gave Kennedy Chandler. I know he's a Tennessee Vol, but he's the highest paid second round pick or, ever. Ever. Yeah. For what, man? He's just like any other second rounder. He's going to go back and forth from South Haven to Memphis. There's no reason to throw, what was it, three or four million yeah, at him? Something ridiculous. Just because he's Jaw's friend, Jaw probably helped him out. But I mean, like, got to look at business wise. Can't have friends and business don't mix, man. Well, that was going to be my next question. He's not appeared in. I mean, he appeared in a few games. He had like one highlight play for the Grizzlies. But other than that, how many games has Kennedy Chandler actually played? I mean, he gets in. I would say what eight. Nine, but he gets in in garbage time yeah. or when we're like six people are out. Well, because, I mean, he's day. not their backup point guard. I mean, you're going to put Tyus Jones in before yep. you put in him. And there are some people trying to push Tyus out the door this summer and just like, can Why? he be backup? No, it's, that, it's, it's, it's insane, it's man. Insane, he's nowhere yes. near ready to be the backup yeah. right now. Yeah, they they wanted to, they wanted to let What's Tyus What's wrong with Tyus Jones? You, you, he's the you, best backup point guard in the league. You tell me. They want to go young, 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 push everybody yeah. out the door that's over 24 years no, old. No, they need to keep Tyus Jones there. That's why we yeah, signed well, them. We uh, got rid of Melton, who's 24 years old, for Zaire Williams, who's 21 years old. And we, got, we still have John Concho. Yep, who uh, who went to Ooey Pooey. What does he do? Who, Concho? Yes. Nothing. 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 What does he do? There's four people on this team that do something. Well, five, if you count, if you count Steven Adams. BC. Yeah, I mean, it's Ja, Bain, Tyus, BC, and Steven Adams. Dylan Brooks does nothing for me because his antics are not being backed up by his play. Jaron Jackson Jr. cannot stay on the floor because he's a foul merchant. Uh, our rookies of David Roddy, Jake Laravia, Kenny Chandler, and Kenny Lofton. Vince Williams. And Vince Williams are just a, a gas merchant because all they do is just use gas to go back between Memphis and South Haven. Um <laughs> John Concho. Talking about the Memphis Hustle, the G League team for the yes. Grizzlies, if you don't know. 
what that uh, is. John Contra will be signed to a three-year, $19 million deal for what? No had, one in the world would pay John Contra $19 million. He had one basketball. good game. We had 17 rebounds. We thought he was the— 13. Whatever it was. Um, yeah, Calvin's point is you have a championship roster around you, but you're not building it with championship pieces. Your supporting cast is god-awful. I mean, if you look at the Warriors or the Cavaliers. Look at the Celtics also. Celtics, Celtics are short in the finals. They yep. went and improved their roster, re-signed Derek White, traded for Malcolm Brogdon, got Danilo Gallinari in there. They went and made moves to try to improve. We did not. The Warriors. It's showing now. I mean, the Warriors, I mean, even though we hate the Warriors, you have to talk about what they did on their roster. They had their – They keep putting they, the pieces back together. They yes. found Harrison Barnes replacement. It's the exact same mm-hmm. thing. Harrison Barnes replacement is Wiggins now. It's the same exact player, same I, exact I mean, role. When they had – when they won the first championship, who they have? Leandro Barbosa, Sean Livingston. Uh, Iguodala Prime. Iguodala, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. they go out and get role players who know their role and who aren't going to detrimize the team. Like several players. And the three you just listed are all through free agency. It's okay to go sign free agents, man. You don't have to build every little thing through the draft. Like, it's it's insane, man. Let Kyle Anderson walk for basically a button and a thread and needle. A half eaten hot dog. And DeAnthony Melton. Trade him for Danny, 35 year old Danny Green, who tore his leg in half almost in the playoffs, yep. and David Roddy. Yep. Who would have been maybe a second round pick? Maybe. Same with Jake Laravia. Jake Laravia may have gone undrafted. So. so with these contracts, who can you actually get to agree to a trade with some of these contracts that you got? Contracts are not bad. The, every single we contract the, on our team is good. We have the most cap space in the NBA, I think. Yeah, we sure. don't use it. Yeah, besides the Thunder, who have 85% of their players who are under 22 years old, so they all have rookie contracts. Five-day contracts. So then what's it going to take to go get a Bradley Beal or DeMar DeRozan? I don't want either of them. I don't want either of them. I don't. But but I, they don't play any defense. I, they don't do anything. They're yeah, mid-range I, merchants. Yeah, you I, I, I think, well, you know, you got the cap space now, though. Yeah, you have you have plenty of cap space. You could assign. We talked about Jordan Clarkson or Bogdanovich. You don't need like a big name. You're not yeah, just going to go out there and make because Zach Levine or who'd you say, Demar? Demar, yeah. Yeah, just because Demar and that, they're both superstars and all stars. You're not going to go out there and just sign them if yeah, they don't improve your team. I, I don't need those guys. We have John Bain as our superstars. Those are my two superstars, and BC is becoming a superstar. Well, Desmond Bain's contract is up at the end of the year, correct? No, uh, he has t- uh, next year. Yeah, he's next year. So he's got next year yeah. as well. He's still on his, yeah. Rookie, yeah, contract. Still on his rookie contract. Okay, so yeah. you're going to have to extend him. Yes. Desmond Bain's making $2 million this year. Talk about st- You oh, talk about ridiculous. a talk about a steal. And guess what? Yeah. I guess who had that pick, by the way? Who? The Celtics. Wow. He would have fit perfectly with the Celtics. Yeah, can you imagine Desmond Bain on the Celtics? He'd have been up there with Grant. Malcolm, Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum, wow. Jalen Brown. Yeah. I mean, they'd be winning championships. Like multiple yes. championships. Yeah. Yes. Yep, 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 we yep, have yep. the most cap space, but who are we gonna go sign? I don't want. I don't want. Like I don't. I don't need a Bradley Beal or Demar Derozan or Zach Levine or uh, Devin. I don't know about Devin Booker. I probably wouldn't take Devin Booker honestly. I'm not getting rid of Devin Booker. I'm, I'm just naming like superstars, man. That. Uh, I don't want defraud defrozen either. <laughs> defraud defrozen. We could add Kevin Durant too, by the way. Yep, don't want to give up yep. Karen Jackson Jr. Everybody forgets that. We could add KD. Kevin Durant. All I had to do is give up Jaron. Didn't yep. want to include him. Yep. I would have given him up in a heartbeat. Yep, see yep. you, chump. Yep, see you. We were here We were here that day, and my heart dropped because I got a notification on my watch. It's a picture of Jaron. It was like 30 minutes after KD requested a trade. Yep. And I saw a picture of Jaron. I was like, it's happening, it's happening. And I said, he's out for 
six months with a knee injury, busting his uh, knee from doing a fashion show, falling off the stairs. <laughs> That's how you didn't want to go up for Kevin Durant. Uh, well, you know what? <sighs> That's what happens when you go to the fashion runway in 2K. You tear your knee all to shreds. Wow. Well, here's some breaking news. What we got? The 2023 West All-Star Starters. Okay. You have LeBron. Steph. Steph. Luka. Luka. Jokic. Jokic. And Zion Williamson. Oh. What's he done? Of course. Zion Williamson is a West All-Star Starter while missing. He's still out, correct? Yep. What has he done? Amen. Has the All Star Game obviously it's not Sabonis. fun basketball. I would to watch. take Sabonis over him right now. Yep, Sabonis has actually played this year. Yeah. That has to play a factor into it. You have to play basketball to be a All Star shorter. Yep. You talk about a weekend that has lost its luster, not just with the dunk contest, but with everything around it. NBA All Star Weekend. I mean, when they start doing the charity game and. Uh, what else do they do? They on? used to do the rookies versus sophomores. Now they do USA versus the world. Yeah, I really, I mean, I like rising the, star yeah, games. The rising star games were great. Dunk contest hasn't been good since the skills challenge was good. Dwight Howard and Blake Griffin. Yeah, I mean, then it went off when you had Jeremy Evans win it, and then it came Who? back. Yeah, exactly. He played for the Jazz. He was number forty. Um, <laughs> and it came back with Aaron Gordon. But I mean, I don't care about the three point contest, man. Desmond Bain got robbed last year. Carl Anthony Towns won your three-point contest. <laughs> yeah. He's a good three-point shooter, but, hey, man, it's the last person I would have picked to win it. So this is what the NBA All-Star Weekend has come to. Yep. It's a ratings galore, man. Yep. It's, like, it's, it's a joke. You know what's funny is my friend actually bought a pair of Zion once just in case he became this feel sorry for generational him. talent that we thought he was going to be. So it looks like he is now playing in those. You have Giannis as your East captain, Tatum, Kevin Durant, Embiid, and, and uh, I don't know. That's your three big men, is it not? Giannis, Tatum, and that's your forwards. Giannis, Tate. Okay. Yeah. So Tatum had to start over KD. Yep. There it is. Yeah. There's your it's Tatum. Yeah, Tatum, KD, and Giannis are your forwards, and who your guards going to be? The East? Yeah, the East. Kyrie? Kyrie, I guess. You gotta put Donovan Mitchell in there. Yeah, was, yeah. I don't dude, know if he's a starter. I don't know if he's a starter. He's probably not a starter, but you gotta put him on the team. Darius Garland? D, he's kind of on the bench, but yeah. he'll be an all star. It probably, honestly, it probably would be. I would take Donovan Mitchell at my two guard right Jaylen now. Jalen Brown? He'll be off the bench. Yeah, I don't think they started him. But he's Don Mitchell's hurt, so maybe Jalen Brown does start. True. Yeah. Oh my gosh, this is riveting content. <laughs> well, it's it's obvious though the best All Star weekend's got to be baseball, so we don't have to debate that. <laughs> I mean, huh? it's it, wait, it's wait, at least what? exciting. What? Uh, I, I'm not disagree. I just I mean I can't remember the last time I watched the MLB All Star. I watched game. The, home the best Derby. weekend. I watched the home Adobe. Yeah. I wish I'm a dude. Exactly. At least that's exciting because your best players are actually going to and participate. Isn't there – so the winner gets a home field advantage, right, in the World Series? 
the the is it the NL or the AL whoever wins it they get home field advantage in the World Series know how it goes they're actually so. playing for something yeah it used yeah. to be that way I I don't know if it is that way now but that's how it used to be yeah Kyrie's on there now they just put that out yeah I would yeah NFL is trash too and D Mitch I mean the thing is with the NFL the Pro Bowl stopped. Isn't it two-hand touch now? It be, it's not yeah, being entertaining. Yeah. The no. last time it was entertaining is when Sean Taylor no, it is. hit, uh, was it Rex Grossman? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was the last time the NFL Pro Bowl was entertaining. When they used to have the skills competitions and everything with that, too, that was really fun to watch. Just see who could sling the ball 95 yards down the field. And now it's just a mockery of the game. Because, you know, they fly them all out to Hawaii. They play in Hawaii Stadium. They play in Aloha Stadium. And it was fun. And whatnot, and now it's just a joke. They play in Orlando now at the Disney Wild World of Sports. For the, like, Why even have the game? I mean, just just say they know. make a Pro Bowl and don't have the game. I mean, don't people like turn down the Pro Bowl now at this point? Like, yeah, yeah I think they, they were do, voted yeah. as a Pro Bowl, but they don't want to play. It's more of a risk than it is a reward. You get nothing extra for playing in that it's game. It's just I'm the honor sure. of being a Pro Bowler. What even point. is the Pro Bowl? It was supposed. It's basically their version of the All Star Game. It's, it's, well, it's not in the middle of the season, right? No. It's Super Bowl week, right? It's, coming it's the week before week Super Bowl. Before, yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. Because so. you got that gap in between uh, AFC, NFC Championship and the Super Bowl that one weekend. That's when they play the Pro Bowl. And I mean, it's do good. they even have an MVP anymore? I don't know. Sure. Maybe. It's good uh, marketing, but, I mean, who cares about I mean, Pro Bowl? I mean, I mean, at least the NBA All-Star game, you're going to see some cool dunks. I mean, say, like, um, what do you call it? Like, say Joe Burrow, he's gonna make a Pro Bowl, but he's gonna he's not gonna play in the Pro Bowl. Hell no, because yeah. he's still playing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, it's I mean, so bad they played dodgeball in the Pro Bowl weekend. Like, that's one of their seriously. Yeah. There's also a clip on Twitter. I don't know. I kind of like this one, but it's like where you got different. They're standing. You got a DB standing in front of the board, and they've got different holes you try to throw uh, it into. I did, I've seen that. Yeah, the and precision like, challenge. Yeah, the precision challenge. Yeah, it's like the smaller the smaller the hole, it's like thirty points. Yeah. The bigger one, ten, whatever. But yeah, they had Kirk Cousins up there. He couldn't. I don't think he get, got one. It's like over thirty. But here's a here's a f- uh, fun thing about the NBA All Star. The draft is going to be the day of the All Star game. Yeah, like pick up at Lifetime. Yep. So you're going to sit there and they're going to draft your team. Damn. Imagine going last. <laughs> That's not going to be good. Yep. Pick up ball at Lifetime, huh? Yep. Without the risk of losing your life. <laughs> Hopefully. Possibly. Can't even hoop no more. Nope. I will just stick to my neighborhood court. <coughs> Bless, Bless you. you. Thank you. I'm glad I have a crew with besides, some manners. Besides <laughs> our game, which one are you looking forward to the SEC Big 12 Challenge? I don't even know. Maybe Kentucky-Kansas. Yeah, that's, that's, that's like Kentucky. Yeah. Yeah. probably. Yeah. Kentucky could probably pull that one out. Maybe. Maybe pull that one out. I mean, Maybe. like. You all said earlier, the win against Kansas is no longer looking as good right. as I as mean, good as it should. The rest of these games are pretty trash, honestly. Alabama. Auburn going to West Virginia, yeah. Texas Tech going to LSU. God, that game might have ten people in attendance. <laughs> Iowa State traveling to Missouri and might have five people. What Alabama. is that on ESPN Plus? Two, ESPN Two. Yeah. Uh, oh. You y'all need to call Comcast, Directv, whoever you got, and get you a refund just for having that game on your lineup. Alabama traveling to Oklahoma. Sure. Arkansas going to Baylor. That might be decent, That, that might be a good game, yeah. TCU going to Mississippi State. It's going to be a bloodbath. Yep. Florida going to Kansas State. Bloodbath again. Yep. Texas, Tennessee. Kansas, Kentucky. Ole Miss at Oklahoma State. 
So who's right. not who's not playing? Is it Vanderbilt and South Carolina not playing? Georgia. Georgia and South Carolina are playing each other Saturday. I know okay. that. It would have been cool if that Kansas State-Florida game was in Gainesville with Keontae coming back, but unfortunately yep. we don't get that. Yeah. Those jerseys were horrendous. Kansas State looked like oh, jerseys. buddy, oh, yeah, Christopher Gabriel terrible. and I were talking about this on through the weekend. Those look like the AAU uniforms, the reversible <laughs> mesh. That's what they look like. It looked like when you left the jerseys at home and you had to get. Oh, you mix the, the purple with the white, and that's what you got. Yeah, I mean that was it's like a lavender color. It was terrible. But it had the traditional purple shorts. I'm yeah. like, what are y'all doing here? So stupid. I mean, thank goodness Nike did us right. Like I'm. Starting to come around to Nike now. It's like our GBO uniforms. Yeah, we got some pennies together to play a little uh, men's league. Yep. We got some jerseys that said GBO, Go Big Orange, reversible. Yep. Our team name. Where did you all get these jerseys? The awards place, Collierville. Thanks. Thanks yep. for the hookup. Free promo. Yeah, they're actually nice jerseys, too. Well, that's all that matters. Yeah. Is the ones they give you the T Rex to play in the middle of the game. So, <laughs> whoo! Smell like death. <laughs> <laughs> haven't been washed in years. Yeah, play, if you play, like, if you play probably like, been on people that haven't been washed in years. Yeah, I mean, if you play like the ten o'clock hour, like we do in, in the middle, oh. those things have just been soaked in sweat. And I mean, you don't even want to put them on. Smelling like chili dogs. Yep. So called. Uh, so you probably get staff if you have like a cut or anything. Oh. Yeah. yeah, it's it's bad. Like you put them on and they're like soaking wet, basically. Yeah, yeah. That's disgusting. You always always wear <laughs> the ones. Shirt. The ones. Wait, that are... you all not bring your own like no jerseys? No, no you no, can't. You can't. You can't. No. no. See, that was a requirement at MCSU. You had to have your own jerseys made, and then you wore those. Nope. Oh. They just give you. There's just a big pile of them, which makes it even better. They're all soaking on top. Oh, of each other. great. <laughs> Then you just pick one up, and if it's soaking wet, throw it back down. But the dry ones are, of course, triple XL, so they're down. <laughs> yeah. Bryson, is it like this with fraternities too? No, we get we get our in the fraternity league. We get to wear our Sigma Chi. Okay. Yeah. So in the fraternity okay. league, they get to, but in like the one that we play. Okay, so that makes don't. sense because yeah. regular intramurals. Yeah, don't. Because like my fraternity jersey it was obviously the Kappa Sig logo on the front, and then you have numbers. Your name, you have your name on the back. Yeah, GI oh. Jake. Uh, nice. Because I'm a grade A. Yep. D bag. Nice. Yeah. Can't say the full word yep. on air. Yeah. I mean, no, those jerseys are – so you just got to wear, like, a couple undershirts, man. A, yeah, a couple. a couple. Yeah, a couple. More than a couple. Yeah. I mean, maybe nah, three or maybe, four. Maybe take a shower or two when you <laughs> yeah. get back. Yeah, you stay in the shower about uh, – Maybe bleach. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's about it. I mean, that's just – that's disgusting. I mean, you should be allowed to wear your own – jerseys yeah that's disgusting i don't even know man they pay the referees i forgot what it was like 725 yeah 720 725 an hour that's when he started out and and these are all students right yeah Yeah, and they don't call anything they're just ready to get out of there so they try to make the game go as quick as possible i got thrown out of an intramural game i I make it my mission i make it i'm making it my mission this year to get thrown out he gets into the most fights out of anyone smallest dude on the court just hacks the crap out of you. Yeah, no easy buckets. Yep. Yep. Break, break, breaking arms. Every, every, every screen. Yeah, you're not setting a screen on me, buddy. Sorry. Some dude trying to set a screen just pushes him out of the way. Full <laughs> arm no extended. Call. No call. No, I full. Blo- I got kicked out of a game one time. I I plan on getting kicked out of a game this year. I plan on it. Well, this guy elbowed me in the jaw, and I tried to throw his arm out of socket. 
Just talk to the referee about his mama. You'll get thrown out. That's what happened to me. <laughs> the amount of stuff I said right in front of this ref that didn't say anything. Didn't say a single word, Wasn't even man. directed towards the ref. No. But, uh, I mean, the, we'll tell you in the break. We'll tell you the break. Yeah, I'll tell you all what I said during the break as well. Yeah. Stay with us. Overtime continues. More Fan Run Radio on the way. Fan Run Radio Overtime continues. Turn that bumper back up a little bit. I want to hear this. A little bit more. Yes. This is your new theme song, Matthew. Land Down Under by Minute Woke. Get some international flavor in here. Yep. Yep. Tell them where you're from, man. Melbourne? Yep. Or Sydney? Uh, Melbourne. Gotcha. You ever watch the Australian Open? Uh, yeah, there was a game at 3.30 last night a.m. It was the only thing on while I was still awake after the Grizzlies game, so I tuned in. You ever been to one, man? <sighs> Moved out when I was earlier, when I was younger. Didn't get to go to one. <sighs> man, I always want to see Kyrgios play. I hate that guy. Why? From, I hate Kyrgios. Why? Because he's too much. He, he tries too hard to be this generation's John McEnroe. He gets people to watch. He got me to watch. He got me to watch, too. He made the sport enjoyable for me to watch. No. <laughs> Rafael Nadal, Roger Federer, that rivalry made tennis fun to watch. Well, they're I, washed now. I, so. can, I can agree with you on that statement. But uh, I, I don't and know. then insert Djokovic. That guy uh, could uh, J- play. Djokovic is a word I can't say on air. But he is. He is that guy. He might be, but he won. He did win. He beat Kyrgios. What, the Wimbledon? Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, Kyrgios, you had to have somebody besides uh, Federer and Nadal, man. And they're getting old, and now Kyrgios is uh, it's his time to shine. It might be, but, I mean, thing, he's got to learn to control his temper. Well, He's got to learn to control it if he's ever going to do anything with his tennis career. Because you can't be getting kicked out of matches just because you want to go off on the umpire. Listen, if the ball's out and they review it and it's out, Guess what? There's nothing you can do about it. That may be true, but his lack of temper has gotten people to watch the sport. So make your choice. The Suns are the Suns. I just looked down at the uh, ESPN thing. The Suns are a one-point favorite tonight against the Mavericks. Hmm. Mavs money line. Mavs Mavs money line. Mavs money line. Mavs to cover maybe. After a one-point favorite, better off just taking the money line. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that doesn't make sense. <sighs> Can't cover one and not win. I, I get the point. Yeah, I, I know what you're saying. But. Basically, I pick them. Yeah, might as well just make that line even. Charlotte Hornets are a three and a half point dog at home to the Chicago Bulls. I don't like the Bulls on that one. Man, I don't touch the spreads in the NBA. <laughs> I like my player props. Yeah, sure. East also starters. Well, Giannis, Tatum, Durant, Irving, and Donovan Mitchell. A guy averaging 31 and 13 is not a starter. Embiid. Yep. 
I think Callen's actually uh, hooped with Patty Mills when he was down under. Really? Did you grow up with Ben Simmons? Uh, he's, I guess, what, about four years older than you? Nah, nah. I've hooked with Patty Mills, man. Patty Mills is a great guy. <laughs> what, are gosh, we, what are we man. doing here, man? What are we doing here? Do you come from a land down under? I'm trying to, just trying to give the listeners a little insight to how you even ended up here. Yeah. So how did you end up here, Matthew? I asked myself that same question. Well, your parents just get you, put you on a plane, bah! going to the United States. Fall on a plane, land in Memphis. Of all places. Of all places. <laughs> <laughs> nope, it's just like uh, FedEx, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah. That'll do it. Parents get tra- uh, yep. transferred yep. from the yep. Yep. Melbourne yep. plant to the yep. Memphis plant. <laughs> Yeah, you know, Memphis is the world headquarters for FedEx. That's why they're on the jerseys. <sighs> That's why they're on the arena. Yep. yep. That's why they're on Denny Hamlin's whip. Boo. Is he retired? No. No. No, he co-owns the team now with Michael Jordan, though. Probably is a better owner than Michael Jordan is. Well, I mean. As you can tell from these short hornets. The thing is, that NASCAR team is actually decent. It's not bad. Well, who's on it? Right Bubba. now, it's Bubba and uh, Tyler Reddick. It was Kurt Busch, and he got knocked out with concussions last year, and he's Bubba, probably never going to race again. Bubba who? Wallace. Uh, the only Bubba I know is the one that plays golf. Bubba Watson. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bubba Wallace. So Bubba what's Wallace. the deal? So like, what's the what are the contracts for NASCAR? The thing is, like, they're not even very open about them now. They get paid. I mean, like, they get paid decent. Oh, dude, they make millions. Okay. Off of, like, spo- obviously sponsors. Yeah. So it's tattered on the car. It's like M&M's made Kyle Busch, like, I'm good enough, like, good enough salary to start his own team. Yeah. And, like, people don't take into account how much it actually costs to start a team. You're looking at what? What, $300,000 just for the engine? Oh, yeah. Just for the engine's $300,000. And yeah. then by the time you factor in the body, you factor in paying your crew, paying a driver, you know, if you place this high, we're going to pay you this much. If you place this high, we're going to pay you that much. That sort of deal. And the contracts, a lot of them are just year-to-year contracts because they don't have the ability to be like, okay, well, we think you're going to be a good driver long-term. Now, in cases like Chase Elliott, you know, guys like that, Kyle Larson, Kyle Busch, those guys are going to get long-term contracts because of who they are. they got the fan base behind them. The merchandise is going to sell. They're not going to have an issue with that. But you got a lot of these other guys that are on year-to-year contracts, like Alex Bowman. You know, we don't know what his future's like at Hendrick Motorsports. Who? The guy that took over the eighty-eight for Dale Jr. and then the forty-eight for Jimmy Johnson. Yeah, is Dale Jr. still racing? Or no, no. Or Jeff Gordon still racing? No, no. Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson is actually coming back for the Daytona five hundred. Hmm. It was it was Dale Earnhardt's dad that passed away, correct? Dale Earnhardt passed away. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s dad passed away. Yeah, that's what I asked. Speaking of, the team that Dale Earnhardt Sr. owned, Dale Earnhardt Incorporated, their plane was at McGee Tyson Airport this week. Nice. Fascinating news. Yeah. I've, I've been to Pretty sure the University of Georgia owns it because of the red and black. Ah, nice. And what? people tend to put the connection there with Dale Earnhardt Jr. and DEI because he drove the number eight early on in his career. Dale Earnhardt Jr. and his mother, or excuse me, stepmother, Teresa Earnhardt. Got to be careful what I say because I will get sued. 
What's the uh, track like in Nashville? And there one over there? Nashville Super Speedway. Oh, well, that's obvious. Um, I've driven past Talladega before. Pretty big. Martinsville is probably the most fun I ever had at a race. No idea where that is. Talladega's uh, in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, it is. And then, like, Alabama. But, buddy, you want to talk about in the middle of nowhere, Martinsville, you might as well just drive up to Scott County. Mm, and you can say you've been to Martinsville. There is nothing up there except a gas station and uh, – Martinsville Speedway. Yeah, it's a little paperclip track. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, this is close, kind of. That's about a four-hour drive for us. Four-hour 20, it says. Yeah. Let's get back to the phones. Connor is next. What do you say, Connor? What's up, buddy? Uh, To contribute to the NASCAR talk, uh, this is about to be a hot take. Jimmy Johnson is the greatest NASCAR driver of all time. I'm not disagreeing with that. I mean, I'm the biggest Jeff Gordon fan ever, but Jimmy Johnson, he's got seven for a reason. He won five straight for a reason. They tried to change the car on him, and he still won. Yep. Yeah, I think he's the best, but uh, what what y'all thinking for Saturday? I don't know. I think we win. Finally. Get over the hump of all the hype. If we can get yeah. the ball inside like we did last night, I think it's going to be a good day. That was a the big key to last night. They're athletic, though. Tech's super athletic they and are. long at every position. Thank you, Connor, for calling in after uh, after you broke your foot today. Oh, Connor, what, what the hell happened to you? Uh, Well, playing a little pickup with some uh, buddies. Stepped on someone's foot, got it rolled up on. Next thing I know, I got a broke foot. Um, so, yeah, that's about all it is to it. You go to UT? Yes. What's your major? Finance. You no like way. That? No way. Okay. Yeah. Were you in, were you just in uh, four forty five at Cole? Uh yeah, is it like uh four four oh five? Five twenty? I was sitting right next to you. You walked out to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> he, he crutched no, out. No way. No, I didn't no, I didn't I didn't get up to go to the bathroom. Oh. So you don't have I a did. class at four oh five? I do have the class at 405 in room 201. Oh, okay. I'm a floor below you then. Never mind. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. No, so you broken feet on the crushed. same floor. Yeah. There's a guy with yeah. a broken uh, a boot on in the finance class. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I uh, just not a, not a good day, but hopefully a win on Saturday would make it a lot better. It would make it a lot better. <sighs> yeah, it- I only actually I only have one complaint. Tonight, went to the game last night. Obviously, it was in the nosebleeds. Uh, nosebleed oh, yeah, I saw the picture you sent me. That was uh, atrocious. Yeah, I'm like 10 rows from the top, but, you know, just put all the students up there, whatever. That's not really – that's not my issue. My issue was um, uh, national, it's time to start the national anthem. And, you know, being from uh, the volunteer state, you would think that the majority of the people, we got a lot of respectful people. You would have been amazed at the amount of people – that did not even take their hat off last night, or some did not even get out of their chair for the national anthem. I think that's the worst thing ever. Connor, are you like me? If you see someone sitting near you and they had their hat on during the national anthem, you'll be that guy that just flings their hat off of them. Well, the problem was the closest person to me that I noticed first was a female. So I couldn't do that off the rip, but then after I noticed her i looked around very quickly and there was like 
40 other people that had hats on. So I was like, what's going on? What's the deal here? And uh, But, yeah, I would definitely do that. Gotcha. I've done that before. I've actually flinged somebody's hat off of them, like just reached up and just popped it up real quick. But, yeah, that's that's all I've got for tonight. Appreciate the phone call, Connor. Yes, sir. People still sitting down for the national anthem. Pisses me off. Pisses me off. I don't even serve. Well, or or the worst, or even worse, man, when they honor a military person at a Grizzlies game or mm-hmm. a Tennessee game and they're just sitting down. Yeah, that's the worst. Sitting down on their phone. They're yeah. the only people in the arena sitting down. They're just looking at their phone, doing whatever. And yeah. Bryson, I'm going to protect you. I'll, I'm out. Like, I've got my DD-214. I've been honorably discharged. I can say whatever I want. You know, when people sit down for the national anthem and journalists who sit down for the national anthem that don't even have the damn common courtesy to show a little bit of respect for the people that give four years to 20 years, even more than that for some of their life to make sure that you have the freedoms that you have. That way you can actually have the technically the right to sit down and protest, even though you have no reason to do it because you are a fat, lazy sack of crap. <laughs> and y'all know who I'm talking about. Yep. Yeah. Think you're God's gift to earth. You think that you're the most important person in the room. And this applies to everybody that does it. You know, you think that you're above doing that? It's like, well, go over to one of these restaurants where they have a veteran's breakfast, a veteran's lunch every week. Play the national anthem in there. Every last one of them guys are going to stand up. Then I want you to look at them. And I dare you to sit down in front of those guys. Guys that have actually seen some stuff. Guys that went to Vietnam. Guys that were in the Gulf War. Guys that responded immediately after 9-11 to the war on terror. Do that. Do it in front of Ryan Canals' parents. Do that. See how much respect you get then. Matthew, send us to break. I'm getting hot over here. So you're watching the game, and you see another ad for FanDuel Sports. Final segment of Overtime, Fan Run Radio, and back to the Big Orange Phillies phone lines we go. Roger will be our final caller. What do you say, Roger? Oh, not not a whole lot, Ray. I'm doing good, doing fine. And uh, how about you all? How, how y'all doing tonight? Doing pretty good, man. Just getting ready for the Lady Vols game here in a few minutes, and uh, yeah, we're gonna watch it and uh, just see what we can do. Uh, I hear you. I hear you. I want Jake. I want to touch on something for you. Before I get into the Lady Vols game, and I just want to add some touch on something for you. like like what you said about about what you said about about the wild girl not long in the last in the last. You talk about, about about the person that uh, uh, I don't understand. I'm with you. I don't understand people why, why they can't why they can't affect. You know what I'm saying? I'm with you and with that. With that, Jake. About what can I? Why can some people affect that? You know, affect. Well, Roger, it's because people like you, know? you appreciate the stuff that people have done for you. You know, it's one of those yeah. things where a lot of these people, yeah, they have to make the choice to do it. Less than one percent of the people in this country make the decision to do that. 
less than 1%. Yeah. And it's not like we have a draft anymore, like people are forced to go serve. People do it right. because they want to. Yeah. Some people do it yeah. because they, you know, they can't find a career. They're not making a lot of money. They want something with security. They go do that. And it's not much to stand up for 60 seconds. Yeah. yeah. It's not much. No, it's not. I mean, I'm saying you get, uh, I'm saying, I'm saying you got, I'm saying you got, you got your own, you got, you got, you got, you got, I know it's America, but, but still, you got to have a certain, you need some, have, you need some kind of, uh, you know, that's for fake, you know, they're doing that, you know, I mean, I mean, I'm saying you get, you get your own reason for, uh, but still, you know what I'm saying? No, you got to need to have a fancy, fancy free sort of country, you know, you got to, that's important, I thought, you know, you you sacrifice your, uh, you laugh, you know, so that's important, you know. Absolutely, uh, Rog. And uh, you make a really good point, you know. It doesn't take much just to show a little bit of respect for those who basically gave up their rights as a citizen for the term of their yeah. contract to ensure that the people of this country are safe. Right, exactly. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, anyway, uh, uh, that's why I about the game tonight. tonight. I was ask you how, how you think that uh, – I know you call it a drain, sir. Is it not? Uh, I know Tennessee's. I know Tennessee can win, not capable win, but uh, I know Tennessee don't like I said, right? When when they evolved, Tennessee they evolved like seven, eight, they won seven, eight in a row. Uh, I just want to ask you, how you think they're going to do tonight, Jake? Well, Roger, it's going to be very interesting because you know UConn and Tennessee. This is a rivalry that helped shape women's college basketball in the '90s and in the 2000s. The big thing with this rivalry, Raj, is, you. of course, we yeah. didn't play for a lot of years, and that was because Pat Summit and Geno had it out over the recruitment of Maya Moore and a couple other things. But one of the things, Raj, that you have to look at is these are no longer the teams yeah. of the 90s and of the 2000s when both programs were at the top of the level. They were the two best programs in college, women's college basketball, and there wasn't even a close third. Like, it was Tennessee won – UConn two or vice versa, and then a major gap, and then you had number three. Yeah. And now right. it's one of those things where UConn's not at the level they were back then. Neither is Tennessee, but that can be to that we can use that to our advantage a little bit, Raj. And especially being at home, yeah. Tennessee is a nine-point underdog in this game, but it's going to be interesting to see because Kelly Jolly, you know, she was on a couple of those teams that played against yeah. Geno when he was up at Connecticut. Well, was he still is, but. You know that's got to add a little bit of fuel to the fire as well. Oh yeah, you're right, and uh, I want to ask you about that. But but probably what happened to what happened to the uh, I know it's back now, but what happened? Uh, uh, who, who who made it? Come, I mean, I'm glad it's back, but I want to ask you uh, who uh, how did it get, come back? Uh, who, who 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 the one made it come? I mean, I'm, I'm so back, they stopped the rivalry. The last time they played was 2007. Yeah. And the reason okay. it stopped was because Gino, UConn's head coach, had told a bunch of lies to a recruit and then come to find out that there were some illegal recruiting activities at Connecticut and Pat Summit didn't want to play against a cheater. I mean, let's right. – I'm going to call it like it is. Pat Summit didn't want to play against a cheater. And Pat Summit was a lady – she liked everybody. You know, she was hard on her players, right. but she liked everybody. She right. did not like that man. Right. So I just want to ask you about, about so, so, who, so who started it back? Who, who started it back? It back. I want to say that um, Coach Kelly did, or Roger. Yeah, Coach. Uh, okay. Coach Harper got it rolling back, 
and that was something okay. you know that she really wanted to do. And you know what a way to you know get the fans behind her. If you beat UConn, you yeah. might start seeing a few more people show up to Lady Vols basketball games. Uh, yeah, so it's a big game in it tonight. It's a big game in it tonight. I think it can be a program-changing win tonight. Oh, wow, really, really? I think so, huh? I think so. As far as support, I think it could be. Wow, okay. So, big win. So, so with the key, so I was going to ask you, what the key next? What the key think, think going to be in the game? It ain't going to be in the game. We think the key is tonight is. Crash the boards, Rod. you got to crash the boards, get those right. rebounds, and put the ball right. in the hole. No turnovers. No and stupid turnovers, Exactly. Roger. Yeah. I got you. Uh, and, and, and and how big if it can win if it can win tonight, how big a win take it to be? If it can win, how big a win take it to be? Win tonight. Oh, it'd be the win be- biggest tonight. win we've had in over a decade, I would say. It's the uh, biggest win she's probably had in her career besides beating uh, South Carolina when they were number one here at home a few years ago. Wow, wow. Okay. Uh, are, are there any, uh, Jake, you know if there's any, uh, like, in town, are there anybody in town? I don't know of any right off the top of my head, but given the significance of this rivalry, you would think that a few former players are probably in attendance. Um, not going to lie, I wouldn't be upset if I saw uh, Shauna Zolman on TV tonight. Yeah. Okay. I got you. Uh, well, uh, you're going to watch it tonight? Going to watch it? Yeah, I'm going to get home. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to eat me some pizza. Some wings, some yeah. garlic knots, and wash it down with a Diet Coke. That sounds good to me. It sounds good to me. That sounds good. Uh, okay. All right. Well, so how you feel? About, how you How you feel? About, how you uh, getting close to starting? How you feel about the game tonight? How, how, how you feel now about the game tonight? Tonight now. I Your think culture. I think it go either way, Rog. I really do. You know, either way. Yeah, just because you know the chemistry of the team, it's finally started to gel over the last few games and it just seems like they're on a roll right now they're on a heater and you know what better time to catch them what better oh, time to right. catch yukon than while you're on a oh, heater you're right. oh you're right you're right okay now you all right well uh, 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 let you go that's all i have and uh, go go leave all the nine and hope they win not but yeah y'all have a good night okay good night we'll do rog we appreciate your call buddy bye love you rog oh roger is ready for Coach Kelly and the Lady Vols to sounds, take on Gino. Sounds like it. Yeah. It's uh it's definitely a game that they've had circled for a while. Uh I'd imagine imagine Gino has also. So man, we'll see. I I didn't even uh apparently producer Matthew saw the college game day truck. I did not see it on campus today. Passed me while I was coming to the studio today. Hmm. Interesting. Yep. Now, five forty-five. I mean, it's uh, this is a game too in which, of course, they honored Pat when they first brought it back a few years ago, and it was weird seeing Gino cry like he did because you know he and Pat. I mean, they had it out. Obviously, it ended it ended the rivalry. But watching him sit there in that post-game press conference and say, "I miss having her there." I don't miss having to coach against her, but I miss having her there in reference to Pat Summit. She hates his ass. Still. I do, too. I think everybody does. Then she had a clip of him getting mad at that reporter. No. He used a word I can't say on air. He was like, oh, oh. you're complaining about me 
shut like being late or something and then you're here you know what at me mm. and yeah i've never heard a high major well besides penny hardaway never heard a high division major one coach go at like that as a reporter maybe mike gundy i'm a man i was on basketball 40. but yeah mike gundy that's uh a- he didn't curse though did he no, no, he actually didn't cuss in that. No, he did not, no. Yeah, he didn't. Penny, stop asking me stupid effing questions. That's what he said. What a chump. What a chump that guy is. <laughs> nice. Uh, man. Jeremy Pruitt bought a truck in Alabama today, and Lane Kiffin t- quoted the tweet and said, roll, tide, roll. Oh, my goodness. He's actually going to. Walter Nolan put on this story today. The, the portal looks good. Yes, he did. Guess we're not gave, getting Davison uh, – Igbenosin, or however you say his name. No, apparently reports are that he transferred. He's at UCLA today, Trump. Yeah, Yeah, I saw that. But with Jeremy Pruitt, tied 100.9 in Tuscaloosa, apparently is saying Jeremy Pruitt has been cleared by the SEC. Imagine. Anything for Bama, man? Yeah. I'll say this, and then we won't mention it unless sanctions get dropped on us. If Jeremy Pruitt is able to go to Alabama with no restrictions, no sanctions, but then somehow the University of Tennessee gets punished, there will be the biggest uproar you have ever seen. Be hell to pay. Oh, there will be. Your SEC offices may or may not be there in the morning. Just keep it real. May have a bunch of uh, Tennessee fans out there with pitchforks and flamethrowers. You never know. Justin Hanna leading the charge. Molotovs, everything. <laughs> okay, Matthew. <laughs> Calm down here, Matthew. Molotovs. <laughs> UAV. <laughs> Precision <laughs> airstrike. You gotta get the care package in there. <laughs> Easy. Easy. <laughs> Call of Duty. Yeah, Call of Duty references, folks. Call of Duty references. Just talk about Call of Duty, man. Oh my goodness. Now I get to go home. After this game, and get online, my friends, and for one of them to not know how to pronounce Maltov, I'm bringing a Mazeltov. Nice. Nice. Instead of a cast-off, it's a cat, a Kastorov, that's what he calls it. Nice. I couldn't imagine how he says uh, Vaznak. He he doesn't even try. Nice. Reznov. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Got a teacher that sounds exactly like Reznov. <laughs> Goodness. Yep. We are brother in Mason. Yep. <laughs> in Vorkuta. English? We are all brothers. Get a little Makarov. Can't do a Makarov. What oh. do the numbers mean, Mason? Tennessee has the second toughest remaining schedule in D1. Better stack up those wins. Yep. Stack them up. Yep. Stack them up indeed. Tennessee and UConn tipping off here in about five minutes. That is going to do it for us. Thank you, Davis. Thank you. Thank you, Matthew. Thank you. Thank you, Bryson. Thank you. Something else coming up next here on WKGN. Tune in tomorrow for three and out right here on Fan Run Radio.